0: And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Greenlight Reviews. I'm Les Roberts.
1: I'm Ann Elder.
0: And today, Ann, we're going to review a film, the third in a series of the Chronicles of Narnia. Mm -hmm. This one is called The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. And what a
1: voyage it is.
0: It's quite a voyage. And frankly, Mm -hmm. if you haven't seen the first Two movies, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe and Prince Caspian. When you walk into this film, you're going to have no idea what it's about. So to give you a little background, the Pavensi children had wandered into the dream world of Narnia.
1: Alternative universe.
0: Alternative universe. And they became royalty. They became kind of the king and queen of Narnia. Now they are back again for the third time. We don't quite know why they go back except one of the paintings in their room of a ship suddenly turns very, very real and all that water gushes out into the room.
1: Great special effects.
0: Terrific special effects. (laughs) Done in 3D. They wind up in the sea. and They are picked up by a ship called the Dawn Treader, mm-hmm. and they decide to go back to Narnia, and along the way, they have all sorts of adventures and wars and things with sure. dragons and dwarfs and all sorts monsters. of people. Sure. Monsters, and they finally get to Narnia, which is the edge of the world, apparently.
1: Mm-hmm. Along the way, of course, they've had some life lessons that are gently spoon-fed to them and to the audience.
0: Of course, of course.
1: You know, I have to say, there's something about The Narnia films that really grab my heart. It must be that those movies remind me of my childhood, the way they're shot, the photography, the technicolor landscapes, the acting, the stories. I just really feel comfortable and I feel very safe seeing these films. They're wonderful places to go. Life is kind of idealized in movies like this, and I think that the concept, an audience goes into a movie theater, and then they are transported to Never Never Lands, where reality is put on hold for a couple of hours. I think those are great movies, especially for kids. And as I say, it reminds me of the movies that I loved so much when I was growing up.
0: Okay. I loved the first one very much, Lion the Witch in the wardrobe and in that one we were introduced to the voices of Liam Neeson who played Aslan, who is the lion and the spiritual leader of this country, and Tilda Swinton who plays the wonderful White Witch. She's so evil and so wonderful. (laughs) In this film, Tilda Swinton has about 45 seconds on screen, Uh and Liam Neeson, or his voice anyway, he has only about five minutes. I missed the two of them because they were so wonderful in the first one. The second one I didn't like very much, and I I was a little bit disappointed by this one, too. I found myself traveling between dozing and wiggling. This one just didn't grab me.
1: Well, it did me, but I admit that it's not as brilliant as the first one. But, of course, the novelty has worn off just a bit from the first one anyway. Maybe that's the problem, too, sure. I like this because the four youngsters in this film are always ready for adventure. They've got a lot of spunk, and this story serves up a lot of it as these kids sail from island to island searching for the seven swords that they are supposed to locate, that once they do and lay them end to end, that will then create peace in the kingdom of Narnia. That's basically the concept behind the plot line here, and also that will free the lords of Narnia who are currently being imprisoned once those swords are located. So, there's a lot of fun adventure here. It's kind of a pirate movie. And I really thought that the movie was a lot of fun. There's a new character that I don't remember in the earlier ones, the Bratty Eustace. He's a terrible, hideous kid, very difficult to like. And he is magically transformed into a dragon about halfway through the film. And oh, I yes. thought that was a good decision on the part of Aslam the Lion to give him a life lesson because he was so terrible to his colleagues, the other kids. So all of a sudden, Eustace has to perform some deeds as the dragon, and he then can be magically transformed back to a human self later on in the movie. I think the movie is a great deal of fantasy fun, Less That darling mouse, his name is Reepicheep, He's got enough wit and bravado. He reminded me of another great mouse, Mickey. <laughs> there are a lot of clever effects in this film. Michael Apted did a terrific job utilizing the medium of 3D. In this movie, that really helps the whole storyline, I think.
0: Well, indeed it does. and. You know, we are now seeing so many films in 3D, and half the time I'll wonder, why did they go to all this trouble? Because they can charge another three bucks for the glasses. Well,
1: or they didn't need to. I think in this movie it was helpful.
0: It was absolutely helpful, because the special effects were quite wonderful.
1: They're fabulous. Really, they are great.
0: And, you know, I thought the two Pavensi children, played by Georgie Henley and Skandar Keynes, were as good as they were in the first two. Ben Barnes comes back as Prince Caspian Mm -hmm. for a while, and the Eustace Scrub character is played by Will Poulter and I've got to say that he overacted quite dreadfully until they turned him into a dragon and then he was better. He
1: was fine. (laughs) You know one thing that's wonderful about these movies is that this is a universe that's pretty much run by youngsters by adolescents. There are no adults in this film, at least ones that we can see and that's a lot of fun I would think for youngsters to go to a movie and see a film in which the young people make the decisions for their own actions. And I like that. They have to bear the consequences and the responsibilities of their actions. And that's a very good lesson that C.S. Lewis's movies give us. The other scene that I want to bring up is the one played by Lucy. I thought that was the most charming sequence You know how young girls, when they're 13 or 14, keep wishing that they were 20 years old and they want to say goodbye to their childhood? And she gets that wish. And for a few minutes on screen, she is suddenly magically transformed to being a 20-year-old girl at a very swanky soiree English garden party. And all of her friends have grown up too. And within a matter of seconds, she realizes that being grown up isn't so great after all and you know that's a terrific little tiny spoon-fed lesson about life, that the childhood is to be relished. And magically, of course, she can go back to being a 13-year-old girl in the movie, and she's very grateful for it. Those are the kinds of moments in the C.S. Lewis movies that I really, really enjoy. So I like this film quite a
0: lot. Okay. I didn't like it nearly as well. I also want to point out that a lot of The messages in all three of these films are quite religious, if you think about it.
1: Well, the green mist certainly represents Satan.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I wasn't totally comfortable with them. This one just didn't grab I me
1: know very it much. it didn't. I'm sorry it didn't.
0: Now, as I say, I was very impressed with the way it was produced and directed. I was very impressed with the young actors, especially Georgie Henley and Skander Keynes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give this a yellow light. OK. I think if you are 13 or less, you're probably going to like this film a lot more than I did. OK. So if you are a child listening to us right now, this is a green light for you. But But for the rest of us, for me, it's a yellow light.
1: Okay, well, I really enjoyed Voyage of the Dawn Treader. I'm going to give this a green light. And also, I want to follow that up with a very solid request to the folks out in Hollywood to keep these wonderful, family-friendly movies coming. They're really a delight, and we need more of them.
0: Okay, a green light? And a yellow light for The Chronicles of Narnia, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Interesting title and too long to say. (laughs) Well, we'll be back to review another movie very, very soon. We don't quite know what we're going to review yet. I wonder, is it going to be fantasy? Is it going to be tough to watch? Is it going to be very adult? That's the fun part of going to the movies. There's something different for you every single time you walk into the theater. Until then, my name is Les Roberts.
1: I'm Ann Elder.
0: And Greenlight Reviews hopes that all of us are going to have a great time and build fantasy moments of our own Ah. at the movies. Nicely said.